0: what's up y'all it's Kavya. welcome back to the 23rd episode of women on the mic today i'm so so excited to have isla auger and a racing driver competing in the w series with me today on the episode and i'm so excited to talk with her thank you so much for joining me today thank you so much for having me how are you doing? I know it's a crazy, crazy time in our world, but have, how have you spent these last few months?
1: Like you said, it's been it's been a crazy time. It's been uh, a lot of uncertainties to the beginning of the year where our W Series twenty twenty season got postponed. But mm-hmm. super happy now to to be able to announce that for twenty twenty one we're back on track and and this time with uh, with F one as as a part of their calendar and. No, it's uh, it's brighter futures ahead and just been, been working along all year to to be prepared for, for when we, we got the calls that we're, we're
0: back on track. That's awesome. And, you know, we'll dive into the W Series and your career in a little bit. But I first wanted to start off with your childhood and your introduction to motorsports. Um, can you talk a little bit about what your childhood was like, you know, where you grew up, just things like that?
1: Yeah, so for the people that don't know, I I grew up in Norway. I'm I'm half Swedish, half Norwegian, so it was always a a fun time during the Winter Olympics when Mm -hmm. Dad was on one side of the the living room and Mom was on (laughs) the other side, but... Uh, No, we're a very ordinary family growing up in a a little town outside Oslo in Norway. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, it was when I was, uh, I just turned six that I went to my first karting race to support my uncle and cousin in in go karts at the time in the Nordic Championship. And it wasn't until I, I saw another female racing in go karts at the time that it dawned on me that this is something that I could do as well and I begged and begged and begged my parents to to let me let me start go-karting and the end of that year we we went and got um my dad and I got our licenses done and then the following year we started karting a little bit so that's kind of how it all started very random actions that made it all come together but Mm-hmm. it's been yeah it's been a whirlwind of a of a gypsy life to call it that with with a lot lot of um hours on the road traveling to the different events with with my parents and little brother sebastian
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um we started out in Norway and Norway and Sweden, and then little by little as as I got older and the the competition got steeper and steeper, we ventured out into south of europe where a lot of the the big go-kart races and events are are being held so that's kind of how it all started and and came together and i i've just been super super lucky with my parents being super supportive through through my whole racing adventure and they've that hadn't been for them i think you know, racing is one of those sports that it, it's super, super hard to do if you don't have the support from your, your family. Mm-hmm. Not just financially, but just time-wise, because it takes so much time. The tracks aren't usually closed by and getting your equipment back and forth and, and all of that kind of stuff. So I I was super, super lucky to have, have their support growing up, and, and I still still do. So it's uh, it's been been a battle that's been a lot a lot of awesome memories together with the family throughout the years yeah that's amazing
0: yeah that's amazing i mean i think you mentioned it yourself you know racing is definitely a more male-dominated sport but we're seeing a lot more women kind of join and uh be represented but do you remember when the first time you know you watched or got inspired by a female racer and do you remember who it was
1: yes um Right now, I cannot remember her first name, but her last name was Smith, mm-hmm. uh which is not not a very Danish <laughs> name in that way, so it was kind of kind of ironic it's more a uh, american English sounding name but uh her last name was Smith, and she was a Danish girl, and um I've never actually gotten a chance to meet her after the fact, but it's um I've told people that know know of her um I, since i met them and kind of told them the story so I'm hoping that they've shared the story with her because if it wasn't for her I I would never even ask to to get going.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um you know, coming back to the idea about, you know, not having that many female role models and you know, you getting inspired by um you know, the driver that you mentioned, you know, you clearly have had the talent and the drive to compete at a high level, but did you know, did the fact that you might have been the only female on the track, you know, ever lessen your confidence or goals in racing?
1: For me, it's always been like I've never been a guy in a sport, so it's it has been hard to to know what that would have been like. Because for mm. for sure, there's been times where it hasn't always been easy, and there's been as anyone else, you've doubted yourself a little bit. There's been easy great times and there has been harder kind of uphill battle times and and those are the times where one you just i've been super lucky to have the right people around me to keep me going but to kind of get more into the your the female side of the question yes i do think that it has been not necessarily harder for me personally but in a way of showing others that i'm here to compete like everyone else. Mm -hmm. So more so outwards being taken um, seriously to begin with was, was harder until I started showing the results that I knew that I could. Um, I just needed a little bit more time to get there. And then when I finally got there, people were like, Oh, okay. Like she, she can, she can race like, and then it was a little bit of a different tone towards the whole program. Um, So I would say, yes it does take a little bit more to to showcase and convince convince people around you that you're you're there to, there to race and compete against the guys as anyone else in in the beginning of it
0: yeah that's such a powerful message and i and you mentioned things about you know you got awesome results what would you say is your proudest accomplishment so far in your career
1: I would definitely say the twenty fourteen season for me. So um I'd I'd been with um the same same team and, and group of people around me for a couple of years, but it wasn't until twenty fourteen and F sixteen hundred championship series together with Team Palfrey that I finally was able to win win the championship and it wasn't necessarily just winning the championship that was such a looking back at it now accomplishment. But it was more so that we were able to execute every race weekend and the bad weekends weren't bad, they just weren't the best results. And kinda of, I started working with a with a mental coach during that season and one of the things we really focused on was not to look at the results, just the results, but focus on the things you can focus on and that will come as a factor because of the work you put in to what you can do and not focus on everything else around it and when we were analyzing the whole year my personal best feeling towards two weekends I was very very proud of and one was the weekend where I won the championship because I ended up being able to do exactly what I needed to get done getting the pole winning the last race and such but the other weekend was a weekend I finished seventh You know, like, and it it was a, it was such a weird weekend, which started with a crash and other factors that I couldn't really control. But personally, I performed the best I did throughout the whole year. Mm -hmm. So just kind of learning that plus getting the championship was was a huge step in the right direction for for my career.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, and you mentioned something really interesting, which is, you know, a mental coach, and I play volleyball, and a lot of the other athletes I've mentioned, I have interviewed, sorry, have mentioned the importance of, you know, mental training, and the importance of, you know, uh, a good mindset during, you know, matches, and during practices, and, you know, whatnot. When you're, when you're out on the track, like, I'm really interested to know, because, you know, I'm not a racer myself, but what, what goes through your mind? Like, can you take me through, like, a Pre race, during a race, and like kind of the final stretches, like what's going through your mind? Yeah. um So one of the
1: big, big things that I focus on prior to the whole event and leading up to it is vis- um uh, visually and visualization, spending as many laps around the track with the the tools that we have as simulators and and um, videos, mm-hmm. onboard videos but not only just watching them but mentally going through them in my head so before i go to bed like that's what i'll spend an hour to just driving driving and focusing on certain things that i'm take breaking mm-hmm. and i'll focus on breaking finding my breakpoints. thinking and finding the feel of what i'm i'm looking for in the car um so mm-hmm. that's kind of the, the lead up to it um it's a little bit different if you've been to the track versus a new track and such but kind of make the most of it in that way mm-hmm. and then after the track it's i've i've always been a huge fan of i have a couple of songs that i will listen to <laughs> before i get in the car <laughs> like i think that's a very um typical phenomenon across many many athletes and sure. just kind of get get in that mindset of like okay it's go time do
0: you have and any like like what are your go-to songs i honestly so
1: very very random i listened to a couple of songs from southpaw um the movie southpaw the mm-hmm. boxing movie yep. and i listened to uh pink Ooh, okay so yeah it's <laughs> so very kind of opposites but they're both very like power songs yeah yeah. so um that's kind of how what i start with and then when i get in the car just focus on not necessarily the whole lap but like okay what's what's my mindset and goal for the best corner next corner next corner next corner and instead of planning three four laps ahead because you don't really know what those will look like always like okay next corner what's that what's the goal there is it breaking at the the 50 the 45 100 you know like just Mm kind of little by little chugging at it um and then the big thing for me is also after the fact is like okay evaluating okay what can I do better next one and then really the hours you have in between use the visualization to just do what I think that change will make me feel Mm -hmm. and then try to implement it the next session out so if that made any any sense at
0: all but yeah it's all total sense and I think you know the importance of like mental training and visualization is something that I feel like is common across all sports and not just sports but like you know whenever you're going to perform in general I think visualization really helps so yeah I mean absolutely that's such a powerful way to get in that mindset um absolutely while I think it's awesome to talk about you know accomplishments and the highs in our careers something I feel like is important to talk about is like the lows and the low points because a lot of times we don't talk about that but I feel like that's where a lot of learning happens and a lot of growth happens and you know we can learn from each other um is there a moment in your career where you know things weren't going your way you know or you lost some sort of hope in some way and you know how'd you face that?
1: Well, there's been plenty, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, well, I'll give you a couple. So after 2014, uh, I moved up to a different category, the next level up to USF 2000, and didn't really flow. Same next year, 2016, started to have budget issues. Mm. Um was able to do half a season, same thing in 2017, and you just kind of, it just kind of became like a, you overcome one hurdle and it, it just never kind of let go in a way. Yeah. Um, and I started looking into into different avenues in racing because I knew that, uh, like racing is in my blood. It doesn't matter what I'm going to do there. It's something in racing that I can can do to keep improving mm-hmm. um so I started taking other jobs within it as, as a spotter for for um different drivers in IndyCar I rode to Indy and, and to be around it um and I started working on the safety equipment side of it so that was kind of like okay I came over the hurdle of I'm not in the car anymore started started doing other things that was a very very positive change for me to to know that i could do something Mm -hmm. else as well uh, which was a very strange transition um and then i got the opportunity to try out for the w series um, in january as would have been january
0: 2019
1: Mm -hmm. and like completely focused back into getting a drive getting track time and and that kind of stuff and then we got the me- or I got the message that I wasn't about one of the chosen for that year, and it was such a gut like gut punch to the stomach that mm. okay like you've gotten this opportunity and I didn't make it happen yeah and um, so that was kind of like the next one we were like okay like reset um, and then I got another opportunity where they called and said hey don't think we we gave gave it a full shot please come out and, and test with us again and and then i got the call that i was chosen to be competing in 2020 That's awesome. and but it, i think it just shows that like it you just have to keep going like you yeah. you will get the lows and i have learned way 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 more about myself and my performances as you mentioned in, at the beginning of this, and the lows versus the, the highs, because the highs are easy. Yeah, it's, it's it's the lows where you you gotta dig deep, and it is not easy at
0: times. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like every successful person has faced those lows, and you know we might not hear about them, but those points in their careers and their lives have definitely you know put them on the path to where they are now. So I think they're super important to talk about. Um, you know, you talked about the W Series, so let's talk about that. I'm really interested in it. So, it's it's a recently established women's racing series. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about, you know, the history or what its goals are, just, you know, some background for people who might not know?
1: Yeah, So, just to kind of give full full background, racing is as you mentioned a very, very male-dominant sport in in all shapes and forms of it, if it's the mechanics, the engineers, the drivers, like, it's all very male-dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2019, uh, there was a serious, W Series, that came about that has a mindset of, so it's all female drivers, and I'll be honest, I, in the beginning when I started hearing rumors about it, I was like, oh, we're going to s- segregate us, and I've always, like, that was one of the things that I always thought was so cool, was to race against the guys. Yeah, yeah. And... But it wasn't until I started learning more about their goals of giving more opportunities to, to more girls to get the chance to get further up the ladders in, in racing. Um, in the beginning, they were talking a lot about F1 because there hasn't been a, a full-time F1 female driver. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it wasn't until that when it really dawned on me that, like okay, yes, we're, we're competing against all all females, but it is to provide a broader opportunity and experience to keep going upwards cuz like we started out with i don't i don't think necessarily all parents would think that oh let's bring my bring my little girl to the go-kart track yeah it is cuz like it's not seen or heard or talked about in the same way as Ballet, or horse riding or soccer or handball where I come from and not that that's any bad it's just I think it's it's important that we show that it is it is a possibility and and if we can get full-time female driver staff one that would be freaking awesome
0: so oh, that would be awesome <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so so that's their their mindset and goal is to get one of the female drivers up up the ranks and, and show that we're, we're here, we're we're capable as as any other guys, and now there's an opportunity to and a platform to to get more experience to to keep going upwards.
0: Yeah, that's just amazing, and I think that's awesome. Like what the W Series is doing and what you know all of you you guys in the W Series are doing. Um, you know, what do you hope for the future of women's racing in motorsports? Like, what do you want to see? Like, what things you want? to be changed from when you started?
1: I would like to see just that there's more establishment of us. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I mean by that is there has been Danica Patrick, you know, and she was the one that inspired me to come to the West and and work towards IndyCar. Uh, Pippa Mann has been in Indy 500 500, many, many times. Mm -hmm. Um, Simona de Silvestro had a couple of seasons in indycar and atlantics um but you don't like we don't have a a real footing yet where there are several at the same time it's it's kind of been okay maybe two maybe maybe three Mm -hmm. but there hasn't necessarily been a, a full footing of let's say there's five six seven of of the grid On the grid, that is a female driver, and if that's in in rally or rallycross or F one or IndyCar, you know, if at least a third or a quarter of the of the field can be female, I think you'd see that you could inspire so many more more girls to to go towards what 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 they want, and not only drivers, but on the engineering side, mechanical side. You know, like the, yeah. the world's your oyster.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean you're such an inspiration to so many young women and i I've loved having this conversation with you. Um but what are what are your next goals? Like what do you want to achieve, you know, in whether that be in the W series or just in your career?
1: Right now I, I'm honestly just focusing on twenty twenty one. One one day at a time, one yeah. week at a time, making the most of the opportunity that I've gotten. Mm-hmm. And I, I know what it's like not being in the car. I don't like that feeling at all. So I'm going to make make the most of it and, and, and yeah, give it my all.
0: That's awesome. Um, so I have a, a little fun question because I know, you know, we've been talking a little bit about some serious things, but do you have any good, like, TV show recommendations? Oh, boy. <laughs> um
1: so during Corona, I, I will be honest, there has been a lot of, a uh, lot of hours with, with the shows sure, yeah. on it. If it hasn't been on the bike right before bed. Um, I really, really enjoyed marvelous. Mrs. Maisel during the Corona, okay. um, uh, lockdown here. Mm-hmm. Um, I have just restarted watching gossip girl. Cause that's very, yeah. uh, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, blacklist is another one that I've, almost finished now so those would be my three very broad
0: different types of shows yeah during quarantine i mean i think i watched a, a lot of tv
1: yep <laughs> but so what are your your recommendations
0: Ooh, okay um the there's i mean have you have you heard of tiger king yes yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. it's ridiculous <laughs> but yeah Ooh, okay but serious recommendation is have you heard of Shit's creek it's, yes,
1: I have. I was actually wondering about that when I was scrolling through oh Netflix gosh, here a couple of days ago. Yeah,
0: I would highly recommend it. It's so funny, and, um, you know, it's it's just a happy show. So, definitely. I will to look into one. that then. <laughs> All right, well, I have one last question, but first I want to just thank you for taking the time. It was awesome talking to you.
1: No, well, thank you so much for having me, and, and I think what you're doing, too, is very, very awesome.
0: So, you know, I asked this question to everyone i interview but what's the most important thing that you think we should teach young women today respect Mm -hmm. and
1: with that i mean self-respect as well yeah because if if you respect yourself and the people around you i think you're gonna go go way way longer and not just lo- longer and where you want to go, but longer and the years you you're able to do that. If that's office work, racing, volleyball, whatever it is, I think if you if you gain the respect of others and you show respect to them and respect yourself, I think it will solve a lot a lot a lot of problems personally and outwards.
0: Amazing! I love that. Thank you so much again for joining me on my podcast. I really enjoyed our conversation.